Welcome to the She Is Podcast, where we are encouraging and equipping women to be confident in God's promises. I'm Jamie. I'm Sherry. I'm Nicole. We are women in different ages and stages of life. We are active in ministry and are here to have a Bible-based conversation about our identity in Christ. So get ready to be encouraged and equipped as we share with you today. Hello everyone, welcome back. We're so glad you're here. I'm here with Sherry. Hello. And our, our uh, little buddy Nicole is out with a sick child today. Yes. So yeah. Um, yeah, she is not with us, but we do have the wonderful and glorious and lovely <laughs> Pastor Pat with us. Yay. Hello. <laughs> so we are, um, super excited about today's podcast. It's really um, going to be just a, a beautiful wrap-up of, of the series that we've been in for the last several weeks. Um, and so we're excited um, to hear what Pastor Pat has to share with us today. I know when she shared at the She Is conference and just wrapped it up, um, man, just from the moment she took that microphone, <laughs> yeah. it, it was just... It was an amazing time, and mm-hmm. I know that you will be blessed by the the wisdom and experience that Pastor Pat has to share with us. So thank you so much for joining us and being willing to speak into our lives. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to give us a quick recap right. of what that Mom to Mom conference was. Uh, so Nicole, our sweet little Nicole, started off with the newborn and new wife and what that's like, the transition uh, from going being single to being married and now you've got children and what all that is. Uh, The title of her podcast is She is a Life Giver. Then Sweet Jenny, um, she spoke on uh, young children's school age uh, and their identity and and, um, what it's like to parent these young children. Um, And she spoke and her title was she is a mama bear part one uh, because she is a mama bear part two uh, was spoken by Amanda and she spoke on special needs children and what it's like to uh, parent children that aren't the child that you really expected to have and and all of those which Jenny um, Amanda and Jenny kind of bounce back and forth between a lot of that so we would really encourage you to listen to both Uh, they're both very good so she is a mama bear part one and two Mm -hmm. Um, Pastor Rebecca spoke about blended families and um, what that's like, um, the different um, challenges, but the huge blessing about being in blended families. Uh, Hers is entitled, She is a Hero. Uh, Jamie, our sweet Jamie, spoke about the teenage years and what a blessing those are. Not the curses that people speak of them, but the blessings and the words that we speak over these children and how that is going to empower them and and um, speak life over them. And her title is Empowered to Speak Life. Uh, Charlene. uh, Charlene had three different topics. Mm -hmm. She uh, spoke... We worked her. (laughs) We did. (laughs) It all kind of goes together, but they are really three different topics. And uh, the first one was graduation and, and kind of the end of the child-rearing years, really, and um, how to 
speak over them and how to um, be joyful in the graduation process and what that means because that's an ending of a lifestyle for a mom and so the title of that one is she is covered by his wings she also spoke about um, empty nest so now they've gone to college or they've gone away to do different things uh, get married all of those things um, and how to parent that uh, young adult because you're a parent but they're really not kids, and so how do you parent that? And the title of that one is, She is a Daughter First. And then, finally, Charlene spoke about how to parent a married child. Because they're your child, but they're a husband or a wife first. Mm -hmm. And then, you're, then they're your child. And so she speaks about how we can still be mom, but we're more of partnering and encouraging and uplifting and not really parenting that child. And the title of that one is uh, She is a Legacy Builder. And then Kathy, Kathy Neese spoke about grandparenting. And so now we've transitioned to now we're not the parent, we're not the ones in charge, we're grandparenting, which means we take a step back and we allow our children to then parent and they can come to us and ask questions, but we're not parenting them anymore. We're more encouraging and backup for these uh, young people. And the title of hers is She is Trusting. And that leads us to today. Yes! Yay! We're so excited. <laughs> so Pastor Pat will be speaking about great-grandparents. And and what is that like? Uh, because, you know, as a parent, we're, we're the front line. We're, we're in this. We're in everything about it. And then we become grandparents, and now we're not first line. We The parent is the first line. And now we are encouraging them. We don't parent anymore. We are encouragement. We're the backup. We're the helpers. But then you get to be a great grandparent. And it just, it really is a different situation for a great grandparent. They're further removed from the day-to-day -day things and how they are in our life. And so there's, there's a bigger distance there. And Pastor Pat's going to talk about that and what the blessings are in that, but also what the grief is in every one of these steps and finding joy in the grief, I believe, is really what you spoke of, Pastor Pat, and, and just how to encourage people that we may be stepped away from the day-to-day, -day, but we're still a very much part of this life and a part of um, our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren's lives. And so I'm very excited um, to hear what you have for us, Pastor Pat. And so I'm just going to pray really quick, and, um, and then we'll, we'll get started, okay? Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. I thank you for these moms. I thank you, Lord, for the moms that are listening. I thank you, Father, for those that are looking forward to being moms, grandparents, great-grandparents. Lord, we pray that these little snippets um, that the Lord has deposited for us to give encouragement and to help bring understanding in all of these transitions of being a mom, a grandma, great-grandma, that, Lord, somewhere there will be nuggets that will encourage and uplift 
that will help people to understand, that will help these moms to know that they're not alone, to help these grandparents to know it's okay to take a step back, but you're still involved and you're still very much needed. And today, Lord, to encourage us in these great-grandparents, how can we still love and make great-grandparents part of our homes, Mm -hmm. part of our families, part of what we're doing as a family? But mostly, Lord, we just want to honor you in every one of these steps. And Lord, we pray that you have given help and understanding to us and to the ladies that are listening to know that it's really okay that we're not perfect and we're doing our very best. And with every step, we give it to you and we trust you with our families, Lord, that we're just going to do it to the best of our abilities. And so, Father, right now, we pray blessing on every mother, every grandmother, every great-grandmother, every aunt, everyone, Lord. We pray blessing on them today. And, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. All right, Pastor Pat, enlighten us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I said at the conference, as I said at the end of the line, (laughs) listening to the whole line, all the seasons and different things, I I just uh, felt like I had just walked through my entire life Mm -hmm. to the point that I was at. And uh, one of the things that I kept thinking was that joy and grief walk hand in hand through life. Mm -hmm. And some things that, you know, are exciting, yet they... They do have a little grief part to it. Even even the greatest things, like I'm excited. I'm I'm graduating from high school, and mm-hmm. then oh my gosh, I'm graduating from high school, <laughs> and uh, the change and and something is lost in each of the changes of life. Even each of the seasons of life, something is lost in order to gain mm-hmm. the next step. So the joy and grief. If, if you can see that they walk hand in hand in in everything that we talked about, mm-hmm. and some of it more more joy, some of it was more grief. You know, when you have a, a you're expecting your child and it's born and things are wrong, as was with my first child. There was so much wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, was it going to be a great day? I'd waited all my life to have a baby, and then she was broken. Had broken her arms to get her born. She was mm-hmm. breached. It was it wow. was a mess, and it was sorrow, mm-hmm. grief. Yet there was my baby. So <laughs> yes. sorrow and grief walk walk together. And just listening, you know, you get toddlers and and they're so cute, but then they can just wear you out mm-hmm. and <laughs> get parents frustrated. <laughs> and again, the joy of the grief walk hand in hand you know as they get older each season has its place of this is exciting we're growing up we're getting older we're going to school or you know whatever we're learning to ride a bicycle or mm-hmm. you know then we're learning to drive a car you right. know then we're right. teaching our kids to drive a car you know i mean life just swishes by so fast mm-hmm. and so i loved being a a mother I loved being uh, my children when they were small. I loved I loved it, and, and I enjoyed being pregnant, and it was <laughs> exciting to have new life and 
so I enjoyed that and then we adopted our son mm -hmm. and so we had that experience also mm -hmm. and uh, I think that came up with somebody but I don't remember who mm -hmm. but so we adopted him so that was a whole different experience and yeah. it was uh, way easier than having one I'll tell you <laughs> 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 and uh, so and as I grew up you know we went through all those seasons of leaving home you know going to school and graduating getting jobs and getting married and and then having children that's when it seemed like when they got married that's kind of that first step that says mm -hmm. you know you you need to back up here you're not you, you can't parent yeah. this and right. so it's it's um they need to keep your mouth shut when it needs to be shut. You know, mm. it's like, okay, you don't really need to say anything about that. I heard the Holy Spirit say that. You don't really, you don't really need to say anything mm. about it. You need to work it out. Mm. And so that first, first little move back, you know, and you kind of feel, well, gosh. You know? right. <laughs> I've been mom for... 18, 20 years here, what do you mean? Right. You know, and, and I think that's why transitions are hard mm -hmm. because we've been something for so long, mm -hmm. yeah. then suddenly we're not quite that. <laughs> and mm -hmm. we don't really know what to do with that. How do I mm -hmm. do that? How do I keep from offending my son in laws? You know, right. how do you. Right. What do you do with them, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, you know, then things would happen. You you could give advice. I was a counselor, but you, you can't counsel them because they no. don't ask you to. <laughs> and they want you to stay out. I was, I was like, I really know the answer to that. But, you know, mm. hands off again. And uh, then grandparenting, as you said, that moves you a step out. Mm. Then you don't, you know, I love my grandchildren. I took. Gina's girls camping. We did mm. the grandma's camp and Aww. went to Diamond Lake and we camped and ate Reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> and and uh, played in the lake and hiked around the lake even when they were little. Wow! And we just had so much fun doing that. And then I did a grandmother's tea every year because mm. I made them Christmas dresses every year. Oh. And so they were, we would dress up and get the teapot out and the little cups out. And, I love that so and much. And all of that. And we would have a tea party. And oh. they, were, they were probably, when we first did it, I think that Amanda was probably maybe five. And she was oh. very uncouth. Morgan was just <laughs> appalled. And she would tell these horrendous wild stories. And then we would drink our tea like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> eat our cookies and so we did a lot of fun things because we lived not too far from them so we were involved in their life you know we would have Christmas at our house Christmas at their house birthday parties and all mm -hmm. of that well then people began to move and mm. that put a definitely made a, a change that was yeah. that's a grief part you know oh. that that's not going to be the same again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anything that's not going to be the same again has that element of grief, and yet mm -hmm. you're you're happy for them. They're, you know they're starting their life and yeah. you know getting married and and then great grandparent. You know, 
you're you're their great grandparent, but you're not parenting anybody. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, you're really not, and and that uh, that is a real step back because you feel like, and they can see my hands, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't talk to them. Just <laughs> imagine here, Pastor Pat's talking with her hands. Okay. And uh, you know, so you that center mm. of the family, you know, is in that parents and children and on the edge of that is the grandparent that still has a lot of influence into mm-hmm. that because you know they'll stay with the grandparents and that but great grandparenting you don't have that mm-hmm. or I don't have that I won't speak mm-hmm. for every great grandparent but I don't have that and so that's where it, to me it was grievous but then I'm not willing to stay in grief Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I, uh, my way of dealing with that was to, you know, first I was hurt because I didn't get invited and we didn't have Christmas ever at my house. We'll mm. probably never have Christmas at my house mm. again, you know, because they're moving in different directions and all of that. Mm. And so it's like, that is really done. Mm. That is really done. Mm-hmm. And so you feel like it's, everything is there, and you're here, you're on the outside, mm. and feeling pushed back more. And it's not a deliberate thing, mm-hmm. it's a life thing. Oh, mm-hmm. And learning to not take it so personal mm. is the real challenge, because you've yeah. been involved, you put your life in yes. from the minute that you decided to get married and mm-hmm. have a family, you, start, you started putting your life into that, and these people were important, and you wanted good things for them, and mm-hmm. you wanted to make things happen for them, and you sacrificed for them, and, and you wanted to do that, and it was fine, and you were an integral part of everything, and now it's like there's nothing to do. And so I was talking to the Lord about it, and I said, well, what do I do? You know, I'm just sitting out here in no man's land. You know, if I was an Eskimo, they'd probably put me on a float and send me off, you know, because they do that. They do, yeah. When you get old and you don't have value, they put you on a float and send you off. Oh, my goodness. We are not going to do that, do you? So I said, okay, so if I'm not going to do that, God, what am I going to do? And that's when he said, have you forgotten that you're the spiritual matriarch of this family? And I said, no, I haven't forgotten it. I never even knew it. (laughs) Never even thought about it. Right. You know, and so it was just, okay, well, what does that mean, God? Yeah. And it says it means that you umbrella them in prayer. Mm. You pray for them, for their situations. You don't need to judge them you get too involved, you're going to have your feelings hurt, and you're going to feel bad. Uh, so what do you want to do? You want to be a spiritual matriarch, or you want to be a whiny old lady out there? Oh. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, then what does that mean? Wow. So then I started praying for everything that I knew needed to be prayed for, you know, mm-hmm. not all of the family is saved. So I started praying for them, mm-hmm. you know, that they would get saved and mm-hmm. changes happen. I pray for the changes, yeah. you know, and Gina moved to North Dakota, you know, mm-hmm. well, we'd only been from Medford. 
Oh. That's and now it's like everybody's gone. <laughs> yeah, our son lives in Eugene, but he never goes anywhere <laughs> unless it's golfing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it doesn't doesn't come to visit or anything. If I see him, I go visit him. So it's it's the, the joy and the grief are, are really hand in hand there mm -hmm. in the sense that you do want everything good for your children. Yes. You want everything good for your grandchildren. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And you definitely want everything good for your great-grandchildren. So you want that mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really kind of a focus thing. You yeah. know, what do I focus on? What do mm -hmm. I... What do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. I I send cards to all of them. Yeah. Birthday cards. And not because I have to. I just... I just there are things I could do. I can send birthday cards. Whether they want them or not, they're going to get them. <laughs> you know, so I send birthday cards to everybody. And mm -hmm. that's kind of, you know, one of the things that I just... I can do that. Mm -hmm. And I can pray. And, you know, that's... Pretty much what great great grandparenting is about, and some people are very involved with their families as great grandparents, mm -hmm. and it's more. I think the the biggest issue is probably distance for the most part. Oh, okay. When people are closer, mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to stay involved and just be a part of the normal things that are going on, you know, mm -hmm. like birthday parties or Thanksgiving or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you get far apart, that's a real, real effort yeah. to do. So mm -hmm. I think on the one hand, you have great-grandparents that are still have involvement in their family by virtue of, of being close or family members that are willing to come to them. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you have uh, family members that are not willing to come because they're doing their thing with their family. Uh, it's interesting that you're, you're family and then all of a sudden it's in their family and their family and their family oh. and you know what does your family do it used to be we all knew what our family was going to do yeah. we were going to have thanksgiving or we were going to have christmas or we were going to celebrate somebody's birthday or something yeah. okay we knew what we were going to do yeah. and now it's what are you going to be doing what are you going to be doing what are you going to be doing? You know, see that division. One family is doing this. One family is doing that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think that that's kind of the the struggle. And and it's a, at times it's a challenge to stay focused on on that matriarch. You know, it's like God keeps bringing matriarch. Don't forget. You know, mm. okay to stay focused on that, that I want the best for them, I pray the best for them, yeah. I desire good things for them, mm -hmm. and anything that I know of that, that they're going through or have need of, I pray for that, yeah. and uh, communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, Pastor Pat, you had shared with us earlier um, your life verse... Um, yes. And so I, I'd like to read this, and we can just talk about it and and what it means to you personally. But it's from Second Corinthians twelve, verse nine. It says, "And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm-hmm. That, um, that's been one of my life verses. The other one is Romans 8, 28. Mm-hmm. But this one really came to life when Jean died. Mm-hmm. And I just did not think that I would live. Mm. <laughs> it was so it was so hard and I just every day it was God is there enough grace for today mm-hmm. I mean I started my morning with I, I'm not getting out of this bed if there's not enough grace for today I'm not getting up Oh. and uh, he would always say my grace is sufficient <laughs> for you <laughs> and as life changes goes on you know it still comes back to grace and God mm-hmm. give me grace help me to be gracious mm-hmm. you know I don't want to be yeah. a crabby old woman I don't want to be <laughs> everybody's nightmare you right. know <laughs> right. grace when my feelings get hurt or you know things happen, birthdays come and go, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. help me, I need your grace, and that, yeah. that's what I, I lean on, and he mm-hmm. said, okay, well, the more that you declare your weakness, the greater I will show my strength, so I said, yeah. God, I'm nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm totally weak, I can't do anything mm-hmm. without you, and so his grace has been sufficient. He always comes through, and somehow I stay reasonably sane <laughs> and reasonably busy and yes. doing things that I never expected to be doing at the age that I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And so, and I don't know what else God has for me, but that that is definitely a life verse that I can declare, mm. God, I can't do this. Yeah. And we so promote being strong, being this, being that. Mm-hmm. And God's saying, I want, when you declare what you can't do, then that's when I will help you. That's when yeah. I will give you the strength. So I've learned over the years of, of knowing I can't do this mm-hmm. without you. Mm-hmm. I can't do this unless you give me the strength. Mm-hmm. I cannot go on unless you give me the strength. I can't face another day unless you give me the strength. I can't do ministry unless Mm -hmm. you give me the strength and keep my mind working. Yes, yes. Because you wonder, are you being effective? (laughs) You know, and so I I need you. Mm. And so I think more and more is that reality that His grace is sufficient because everything that he has asked me to do, I've been able to do mm. because his grace is sufficient. Yes. Because I start the conversation mm. with, you know I can't do this. Mm. Gosh, that's so, so it's going to take your grace yeah. to do this. It's just like the book. I never wrote a book. <laughs> and then pastor gives me an assignment. I, say, I can't write a book. God, God, he wants me to write a book. I can't do this. And every time I hear myself say, I can't do this, I hear my grace is sufficient. Mm. That's so, so good. (laughs) Uh, I know what hit me when you were sharing at the conference, and again today is is about the joy and grief walking hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you said that, uh, it really caused me to reflect back and, and realize... Uh, how true that is (laughs) and 
it kind of, and that's what one of the things is so great about life experience is you've gone through it enough mm-hmm. to recognize it yeah. and you can put that verbiage to it where we can be like, oh, that's what that is. Right. And that's, right. yeah, that was really good. And that helps, it's an encouragement to know that if we're walking through grief, to know that there's mm-hmm. something joyful mm-hmm. that is to come up mm-hmm. because of it as mm-hmm. well. Yes. And then, yeah, also, um, I love um, just that connection with God through all all those mm-hmm. seasons of life where joy and grief walk hand in hand, but we also can choose to walk hand in hand with mm-hmm. the Lord. That's right. And that mm-hmm. He's his there, He is there, and His grace yes. truly is sufficient. We just need to, to draw on it, because mm-hmm. really without Him, we're nothing. That's mm-hmm. right. They were, it's being willing to declare, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yes. being willing to declare, I'm weak. It's mm-hmm. willing to make that declaration. And I can make it really fast now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've worked through all, all the pride that we're right. still dealing with. Right. Where we're like, no, I got this. I got this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, through life experience, you can be like, no. You do. You find you can. <laughs> it's only by the grace of God. And I look back, it's only by the grace of God this happened yeah. or that happened or didn't happen or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's only, you know, it was His grace that definitely took me through that hard time and other hard times, you know, because um, dealing with special needs, you know, Sean's had issues her entire life mm. and still does and always will, you know, there, there's things that you have to recognize that this is a life changer and this is the way it's always going to be mm-hmm. and accepting that and I think that's some of what um uh, Amanda was talking about mm-hmm. also that, you know, mm-hmm. this is the way it is. Yeah. And then you have to deal with all the crazy things that people mm-hmm. tell you. Right. You know, people would just be quiet. It would be way easier. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so you then you have to learn to be gracious. You know, it's like God saying, you don't really need to say that. You don't really need to have that attitude. I know God, but that's so stupid, and I'm so sick and tired of hearing that. Mm, You know, if mm -hmm. you just have enough faith, your kids will be all healed. Uh, I've heard that hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, finally I I got mad. Mm -hmm. It made me mad. (laughs) Yeah. And so this one lady told me that, and I said, there they are. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I said, you obviously have faith that I don't have, so there they are. Go for it. Mm -hmm. And she walked off. And I said, well, yeah, now what, God? And he said, you can just stop doing that. Oh. (laughs) So I said, okay, I will stop doing that. I'm sorry, God. (laughs) Don't make make you look bad. And he said, you're not making me look bad. You're making you look bad. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good daddy that would tell it straight like that. Mm, And so it's it's just learning how, how to deal Mm. I think a lot, I call it ignorance, not, not mm. just lack of knowledge, not stupid yeah. or dumb, just That's you, good, you yeah. don't know. And probably one of the hardest things that people say to you is, I know just how you feel, and you know they don't know just how you feel. Right. You, they ha- don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. They don't have a clue. Yeah. And so it's back to, okay, God, I need grace for this because I don't want to yell at this person in church, so (laughs) I need need some of that grace right now. (laughs) 
Yes. Well, what I love about this verse, too, is it's talking about our infirmities. Mm-hmm. That mm. we're going to have areas in our lives that are imperfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someday we will move on to those heavenly bodies and have mm-hmm. that heavenly atmosphere yes. around us. But where we are now, that that's not the case. Right, right. Um, but we boast in our infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So where we have those imperfections that haven't been healed, haven't been glossed over, Mm-hmm in whatever way that he would choose to. Right, right. He's still <laughs> yes. the God of grace, and he's mm-hmm. still more than enough for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> His grace is sufficient. And that's what he would say to me day after day, just my grace is sufficient. My mm-hmm. grace is sufficient. Yes, there's enough for today, so get up. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's enough for today. <laughs> and we... We want to have an abundance of grace. We want to know that I have some set aside in case I need it. And God says, no, I'll only give it as you need it. As you declare your weakness, then I will give you the grace for that. You don't need grace for something you're not in now. You don't need grace for that. You need grace for now. You need grace for the situation you're in. You need grace to, to be able to say... I boast in my weakness. Mm -hmm. To be able to say I'm weak, I cannot do what you are asking me to do. And you know I can't do it, God. Mm -hmm. You know it. Mm -hmm. And that's why you want me to declare that so you can help me. (laughs) Because you want to help me. You want to partner with me and for me to partner with you. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we partner is by me declaring that I'm insufficient to do that, and I can't do that. I don't Mm -hmm. know how to do that. I've Mm -hmm. never done that. But if you ask me to do that, I can do that. I will do that. But it will only be by your grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That just reminds me of um, in Exodus when when God provided the manna every morning for the Israelites is that they... They were only alive because of that grace mm-hmm. that yes. he poured out one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And they weren't meant to take more than one day's worth at a time. Right. They weren't supposed to store it and save it. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, just it for that into maggots. Yeah. <laughs> and stinky. Really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. That's so good. So, so in all good. the seasons, he, mm-hmm. he has the grace to pour out for us each mm-hmm. day. That's mm-hmm. so good. And if you look back at the list, you can see His grace in all those different seasons and times. Mm -hmm. But you also see joy and grief walking together. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the equally, like amazing thing about that is that every time there's a moment of joy where's where's the grief <laughs> where's the grief that mm-hmm. is gonna gonna you know be hiding in this somewhere mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. there's both there and, and it's subtle just life changes or <laughs> you know it can be little things something that is your favorite thing and it breaks and, and your kids do something to it you know and it's just and sometimes it's only seconds and minutes, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's days and months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Thank you, Pastor Pat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I so appreciate those words of wisdom, and I, I lo- we'll have to have you back on for yes. sure because you've got <laughs> oh, yeah. so many experiences. I've just heard <laughs> yeah. a handful of your stories, and I, I just eat them up. They're yep. just amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, thank you again for joining us. And we want to thank you, listeners, for tuning into the She Is podcast by Refuge City Church. We truly pray that you've been encouraged and equipped in knowing who you are in Christ. If you're wanting to have a personal relationship with Jesus, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I know that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Please come into my heart to stay and help me to hear your voice and grow in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. We want you to keep in touch with us between podcasts so you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. The links are going to be in the show notes for you. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear more from us every week. Mm -hmm. Thanks again for listening, subscribing, and sharing the She Is podcast with your friends. Mm -hmm. And remember, until next time, you are a spiritual matriarch.